looking for the King of Podcasts, you're at the wrong channel. Looking for good ideas for life, you are far from good hands. If you think the listener is always right, you are far from the right place. Hosted by a Northeasterner by birth, a rebel by choice. If you want a host that floats between love and madness, then play on and listen to Crazy Train Radio. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Mmm, I love scotch. I love scotch. Scotch is got scotch. Here it goes down. Down into my belly. Mm -mm Mmm-mm-mm. Don't mess with me, I'm one crazy mofo. This brand is truly exciting and so glad that they are starting to make a positive impact. Little Bean Soapery is a woman-owned small business based in Northeast Pennsylvania. Little Bean Soapery does so much as all products are handcrafted and offer many different things for both men and women. Soaps, scrubs, body butters, bath bombs, solid cologne and much more. Little Bean Soapery also does things for special occasions such as birthdays, Mother's Day, Father's Day and special seasonal gift sets. But also let's not forget large orders for party favours by request. The great things about all products is that they are crafted to be nourishing on the skin. If you wish to check them out please feel free to visit littlebeansoapery.com. Any questions, please feel free to also email littlebeansoapery at gmail.com for custom inquiries and or ask anything else you wish. Tell them that Elena from Crazy Train Radio sends ya. Also, little side note, please feel free to check out Little Bean Soapery out in person at the upcoming Monster Mania Outdoor Little Mall of Horrors. May 22nd and 23rd in Oaks, PA, as they will be bringing some themed items, including cauldron bombs, brain scrubs, jiggle soap, and a bombed cold process soaps. 
Hey folks, it's your least favorite host in the podcast world, Croc, Jonathan Steele. And I'm Elena, your favorite host from the Emerald Isles. Boy, do we have a good one for you today. Hey y'all, I'm Janelle Arthur, and you're listening to Crazy Train Radio. Alright folks, this next guest, you might remember her name because she was a top five finalist on season 12 of American Idol, rising to the top tier out of 120,000 competitors, but also she has appeared on shows like The Today Show, Live with Kelly and Michael, and The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. (laughs) She is the pride of a small town in East Tennessee called Oliver Springs. This next guest has a new single out, Hand Me Downs. Please welcome Janelle Arthur. Janelle, how you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Of course, and glad to hear that she had some good news on a personal front, but we'll leave that personal, uh, <laughs> you know, because that's not our deal here. So, <laughs> All good. First and foremost, as I mentioned there, the introduction, Hand Me Downs, the new single, which I actually, because we had a little bit of it, an extra hour, mm-hmm. because there's some stuff going on, went and ran some errands and came back and just listened to the song for the first time. Oh, uh, probably about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> okay. So want to be up front and cool. That's fine. I'm glad you listened to it. Yeah. Yeah. I like to, li- if I'm dealing with musicians and new singles and stuff like that, like to hear it so i know what you're actually talking about besides where some people just full disclosure when we get books or music or whatever the case may be with guests i'm one of the few that actually likes to know what the hell we're talking about right i get that so anyway off the sidetrack there hand me downs first and foremost two parts here that i noticed first of all this song for some reason, I would take there's a feeling of Carrie Underwood with you. Which well, thanks. Vocal. Well, thank you. From my initial thoughts of hearing the song. But <laughs> what can you tell me about this? But second part of that question is I had seen and read, and we know everything on the internet is true. Oh, yeah, of course. 100%, folks. <laughs> Apparently, some of your bands or the musicians you had with the song putting this together didn't realize it was going to be a duet with Miss Dolly Parton. So what can you first say on those things? Right. Yeah. So the song was um, kept a secret for a while because um, I just, I wanted there, I wanted there to be the shock value of me having a song with Dolly and I didn't want um, word getting out really. And, and honestly, Nashville is such a small town and so many people work, you know, work with each other. Um, so we thought, you know, we're going to have to, we're going to have to keep this on the down low, even to the musicians. And, um, and then you're thinking, well, I mean, I want them to like play their best because this is going to potentially be a big song, you know, in my life. And so, but I, at the same time, I just told them how much this song meant to me and that, you know, 
I wanted, I wanted it to be great. And um, they listened and they were just, they killed it. They did such a great job. And um, I had a, an amazing um, producer. Um, I co-produced this with her, Miss Jen Stegall. And that's Keith Stegall's daughter. Keith actually produced Alan Jackson, Zach Brown Band. Um, he's just, he's incredible. And, and she, of course, grew up um, with, with all of that, being around all of that. And um, so she also had to keep my secret as well. And uh, so, yeah, there were a lot of people who really did a great job at keeping this hush hush. Like you said, I dealt with a lot of people from Nashville and stayed friendly with some of them from the musician front. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's funny. You're not the first person to say that, that Nashville is such a small community for a bigger town especially yes. with, with the music industry. Oh, yes. I mean, and honestly, if you're going to be um, working with, you know, the best of the best, then a lot of people are going to be working with them too because they're the best of the best. So um, I had some amazing musicians in there uh, for this for this project. And yeah, so I knew they would, we'd, we'd all have a lot of mutual friends. So yeah, they, they were really surprised, I'm sure, whenever I made my post. Um, but yeah. Now, with this song as well, which I found it interesting, and when I went and checked, double-checked notes and stuff, mm -hmm. apparently that's your mother's heartbeat heard throughout the song. So yeah. what was it about wanting that particular personal item involved with the song? Well, I really, the you know, the lyrics, they, they are all about family. And so in pride in that, um, in your heritage and, you know, the, the whole song is about having hand-me-downs and that's, you know, we always think of a hand-me-down shirt or something like that. Well, hand-me-downs in this song means anything from character traits to physical traits and just the good, the good and the bad and the quirky. And, and, you know, you're just, you're just proud of it and you kind of grow into loving who you are because of, you know, because of where you came from. So um, I wanted there just, I, it just hit me one day. I don't know how to explain it. Um, it just hit me that because there was some space in the song, you know, there's some space in between the phrases in the verse, you know, it's like grandma gave my mama her diamond rings and it, there's a space there. And I thought, wow, that'd be so cool if there was like a heartbeat, boom, boom, you know, and um, and then I was like, why not have my mother's heartbeat? I mean, if my mother's my best friend. So, um, yeah, it, that's kind of why it made sense. That leads to my next question before. And we're going to insert the song after this answer. But the way you said that, yes, mom's your best friend and stuff, and which is great. that You guys have a good relationship. But how in my head here, my three or four working brain cells, how in the hell do you go? Hey, mom, I got this idea for this song. I would like your heartbeat. Then going through the process of trying to get a good recording of that. And, but right. how, how do you initially go, hey, mom, I got this idea, dot, dot, dot. That's pretty much what it was, was, hey, mom, I, I, I really would like to put your heartbeat on this song. If you'd be okay with that, with us, you know, you have to go to the recording studio and we'd have to record it. And if you're okay with that, I, if you feel comfortable, I would really like the sounds of your heartbeat on the song. And she was, 
she was like, what? She was like, really? Uh, but she was happy to do it because that's, that's special for her too. She's never been a part of one of my songs like that, of course. And so for her, it's in a sense, it's like I have my musical hero, Dolly, and then I have my, my real life hero, my mother, on the same song. I mean, there are so many layers to why this song is so special. Not only is it special because of, you know, just like I said, having Dolly on there, having my my mom on there, um, just, yeah, it's like, and then I also have uh, a choir section at the very end of the song, and I mm-hmm. have my aunt and uncle, uh, my aunt uh, Janice and my uncle Robbie, they were in on that as well, and I'm really, I've always been really close with them, and so that was just, they drove from my hometown to Nashville to be a part of that, so. Well, Before we continue with this great conversation so far, why don't we go ahead and take a break and put hand-me-downs here. Okay, sounds good. Side out, 
coming out of playing that awesome new single. Before we move on, I'm curious to know, and you were talking about the intertwining, I guess is the word to be used there, of you have the personal aspect of your mother, aunt, and uncle, but then your professional hero in Dolly. Was that, that just seems like all in one, you know, combining everything. I can't think of a word, which is unusual for me here. Almost breathtaking, or how was that to be able to mix all these, the both personal, the professional, just mixing all that together? That that type of thing is is really, it, to me, it's just a career, once in a lifetime kind of thing for me. Like, I don't know story-wise how I could top it um, because it's, you know, I, I'm sure I can do a lot of, you know, I hope to do a lot of other great things in my career, but um, not only is this song full circle for me because I grew up portraying um, a young Dolly Parton in a show about her life story, like a show about her life. And so that's where I got my first job, Dollywood theme park at eight years old. And so then now all these years later, I have a song with Dolly. So that that's even a whole other layer to, you know, why this is so full circle and so special. And yeah, so it's, it's moving really. I mean, it's, it, you, you try to not think about it too much when you're keeping it a secret, but now I've just allowed myself to feel the pride and the magnitude of this. And, um, yeah, it's, it's just been an incredible moment in time for me and even my family, just for them to be a part of this as well. And, you know, it's funny that, yes, it's awesome to have the stamp of approval because I know Dolly don't give her stamp of approval for everybody. You're exactly right. And obviously, yes. obviously you mentioned about working at Dollywood and all, but the thing I really pop for as well in my notes is as far as country music and he's done stuff in other music, a gentleman by the name of Vince Gill, given a stamp of approval saying she's a world-class singer. I'm a big Vince Gill fan. Me too. <laughs> yeah. And not just country music. Cause you know, he's been playing before the pandemic. He was playing yeah. with the Eagles. Eagles absolutely. And, and you know, he's done a pure Prairie league and a man's got an awesome career himself. So yeah. for him as well to give a stamp of approval, you can't say much to that. No, I mean, it's unreal because I, the two people who have been, you know, like, you know, the phrase don't meet your heroes because you might be disappointed. Mm -hmm. It's like my two heroes were genuinely Vince Gill and Dolly Parton. The two people that I have collaborated with are Vince Gill and Dolly Parton. They happen to be my heroes and they happen to be two people who actually, out of everyone in this town, believed enough in me to be a part of, of what I'm doing. You know, Vince did a song with me called love you anyway. And then now I have this song with Dolly and it's, it's mind blowing to think about the level that they're at. And there are so many people that I've met that haven't done half of what they've done and they wouldn't treat me with the same respect. 
that they treat me with. And that's, it just speaks to their character. It speaks to their longevity and their careers. The fact that they have been around for so long, you know, there's a pretty good reason. And I think it's because of who they are. Not only are they talented, but they're kind. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people need to learn from that because yeah, you might have a great career and you might have a lot of number ones, but if you're not being truly kind to people, um, you're not going to go down in history really as that person. Um, yeah. And they really are so lovable and so loved and honored and respected. Yeah. And to give them, I, as I like to say, pass on a little bit of that, uh, fairy dust to give you that blessing. I I hope so. Yeah. I hope that, I hope that some of that, some of their success and um, the fact that, you know, they've just been who they are. I hope that that will somehow, like you're saying, just kind of rub off on me a little bit and, and help. And I can help people too, and and do the same thing for others like they've done. So, and I would say two other names to that list as far as singles country, but artists, Mm -hmm. but also who have built an international flame and one has done a little bit like you and acted as well. One being Reba McIntyre. Yes. It would have that same kind of clout. Yes. And the other one that I'm thinking of, and I know people are going to roll their eyes and go, yeah, no kidding is Garth Brooks. Oh yeah. That are so, they're just so enormous professionally, but they don't mind helping that next generation like yourself come up. That's right. And, and there's just something about even just the stars of the nineties, you know, I mean, I know that Dolly was around before that. She's just a whole in a whole different league, but yeah, she's, she's yeah. Dolly, you know, she's just um, an, an icon, but like a lot of the people that were stars in the nineties, like Reba and Vince and Garth, a lot of those people, they were just, they were just like their own individual thing. There was nothing that was like someone else that they like that they did. Like they weren't copying anyone or anything else. And I think that that's why they are who they are too. Um, and why we remember them and we know exactly who they are just by saying their first name. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. It's funny because as you said that and worse, I was thinking they would be like Mount Rushmore. But instead of Mount Rushmore, they'd be their own individual mountains, if that makes sense. Yes, absolutely. But I mentioned about the acting as well that you've done. And obviously you did some stuff with Dollywood at playing a young Dolly as a child and such. But I'm curious to know, what is Running From My Roots that you were the lead actress in? So Running From My Roots is a family film. Um It is a movie that was going to be called Take Two for Faith. Um, It's about a girl who lived in Nashville and was a singer. And so I guess when they were looking for the lead role, they this um, casting director and director, uh, producer, they all remembered me from American Idol and they found a way through my a, a mutual friend, Terry Minton. Um, they reached out to me and asked me to be the lead role in this movie. Um, the movie was called Take Two for Faith at the time, but now I because I sang my song Running for My Roots in the movie, they decided to change 
the name of the movie to run in from my roots. And I wrote the song way before I got the call about this movie. And it was interesting because I was reading the script. I was learning my lines and I was just like, oh my goodness, I already have a song is the exact storyline of this movie. I need to sing this for the director. So I got down in my uh, living room floor and sent her a little work tape of it. And she was like, oh, we have to put this in the, in the movie. And little did I know it would, be, it would become the title track. I had no idea. And, um, and then, uh, yeah, it's just unbelievable. I had quite a few songs on the soundtrack. Dina Carter that sang the song Strawberry Wine, she plays my mother in the movie. So that was really cool for me because, I mean, I grew up listening to Dina and I was such a bit, I was a big fan of hers for real and um, loved her songs. And so getting to work with her, getting to live in the same house with her while we filmed, that was just uh, such a cool moment in time for me. Yeah, I'm a fan of Dina's as well. And for those who are not familiar with the name, she, like uh, Janelle said, she has the hit song Strawberry Wine, early 2000s. And as you said, you played her daughter, which is hard to believe because she doesn't seem that old. No, she looks more like my sister. So <laughs> yeah, you kind of make her look a little older. Oh, boy. But where can people find that if they want to see it? Because I definitely want to try to find that film. It's on Amazon Prime, Pure Flix. Um, for a while, I mean, it, it, there could be some DVDs left um, at Walmart. So they had some at Walmart. And um, and then a few people, they would be checking out at like Dollar General and stuff. And they would see the the, the DVDs sitting there. So, um, yeah, I'm, I am uh, hoping that they still have some left. But I don't know. But, yeah, if you want to download or like, you know, get it on um, – through your TV, uh, Pure Flix or uh, Amazon Prime is what I would suggest. And because you mentioned that you had the song running from my roots, I do want to mention that it did have a six week run at number one on CMT's 12 pack. So, but I'm curious to know and don't want to keep you all day. But, but with this, thank you. I just like being respectful sure. of people's time. Thank but you. with running of, Mm -hmm. Running from my roots. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen the movie, but mm -hmm. when I think of country artists and acting and such, I know others have done it. Travis Tris done some acting and different things. But would you say there's any similarity to George Strait's Pure Country, which I love? You know, a lot of people have actually compared it to that a little bit. So could be. I, I it's been a long time since I've seen clips of that movie i don't think i've ever seen the full movie of pure country i know i need to see it it's crazy that i have never watched the full movie and it's been a while um since i've even seen a clip of it but uh, some people have compared it to to that okay yeah i was curious to know because obviously i'm a big fan of george as well yeah. and obviously with a show such as crazy train radio and our intro and everything else they go sometimes they look and go you sure do have a lot of country references and artists and stuff. I said, well, there's a lot of good stuff here. We're not just one avenue. But, you yeah. know, as soon as I was reading about the movie and you had <laughs> Best Lead Actress and just everything with it, it got me thinking to one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Early 90s of pure country. Yeah. I need to. I really need to see that movie. That That's on my list. <laughs>
So obviously, final question for you, and make sure you guys check out the single "Hand Me Downs" wherever you can. And we will also post links to her Spotify and social media and stuff on Thank all so all venues of this. But final question for you: We are coming, starting to come out of this pandemic. Please, folks. I hopefully everybody's getting vaccines and just trying to do the right thing. So we're because we are starting to come out of this, right? You know, a bad twenty twenty and such. Right. But are you? Do you have shows booked, or what's going on in your world? Getting back to do public stuff. I do have some shows booked, and I'm sure pretty soon I will be listing all of my dates that I have coming up. Um, and I, it's crazy. I have I have booked even all the way out and uh, till to uh, October. So um, I'm gonna have some shows all through the spring, random shows, and. Um, I'll be in Georgia in October. Um, I'm going to be in Arkansas. Um, we don't know exactly when, but I have it. I'm going to reschedule a date there out in Arkansas. I'm going to be uh, hopefully in Alabama at some point. So trying to get out there, trying to do as many shows as I can. And y'all just don't know how much it helps artists like me, an independent artist. If you do follow us on Spotify and find us on social media and interact with us, it's just, um, this is, you're the way that, that you people are the way that, you know, we succeed is um, because we don't have, I don't have a record record label that's, you know, paying for all these things for me. So um, I would love to keep in touch with anybody and everybody. And we certainly will be keeping in touch with you. Quite interesting that how the business structure has changed. It has changed. And so, I mean, even record labels are trying to figure out how to make it work. So I'm just, I'm just grateful that um, no matter what, I have this, this song with Dolly and, and I just, I hope it touches people. Um, I want it to, you know, um, get to as many people as it can and, and hopefully it will, uh, touch their soul and, and move, move them. So, like I said, you heard the song here, but also go to her Spotify and her website, social media, check her out. Also look for running from my roots. We have all the links to all Janelle's stuff. Janelle, thank you so much. Thank you so much. I so appreciate you. Likewise. Hey. I know we have a lot of horror fans that listen to our shows, and I know things have been tough for everybody across the board these past six or seven months with what's been going on in the real world, but I wanted to make a suggestion to you horror fans, because I know part of the normal routine year in and year out is to attend different conventions to meet some of your favorite horror stars. However, none of us have been able to do that because of obvious reasons. But I do have a little suggestion for you. SignatureHorror.com Now, some may ask, what is that? Well, they obtain autographs for the fans from some of their favorite stars, from some of their favorite franchises. 
whether it be the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, and many more. They have different options such as, besides getting their autographs, you can do live Zoom calls with your favorite stars. You can do personalized videos for people, greetings of some sort. They just have many options. So if you're looking for to spend some money that you may have spent at conventions, check them out and see the options they have. SignatureHorror.com That's right, SignatureHorror.com Hey everybody, this is Phil Vassar, and you're listening to Crazy Train Radio. 